Greetings, I am Aurora. Welcome to the Cosmic Mother Rising Show. It is such an honor to be here with you. This is Laura Eisenhower and I, Aurora Show, that we are going to be recording monthly, every month. It is going to be the most dynamic, explosive show, most catalyzing show that will awaken and shift you in infinite ways. So ensure that you subscribe and share this Rumble channel everywhere. And most importantly, what's very special about the show is that it will be uncensored. So we want to set strong intentions before we get started with the show that we don't consent to any hatred, any trolling. Don't even bother. We are too sovereign. Just keep it. All right. As you've seen, we have beautiful Laura Eisenhower as well as Magenta Pixie, who is assisting us in setting off our first episode. Magenta will be here along the way whenever she can for the rest of the shows, but otherwise it will be myself and Laura once a month bringing strong disclosure, content, truth to you to further assist the collective. I will go ahead and begin our introductions. I am the founder to Aura Hypnosis Healing Entity Removal Past Life Regression Self-Healing Technique. I am also the author to Galactic Soul History of the Universe, which is the journey of our universe. And you can find that under Amazon, both in paperback and in ebook, and also under audiobook, only under my website, risingphoenixaurora.com. I offer past life regression or hypnosis as well as raw reiki sessions and quantum galactic akashic readings under my website for more information i will begin with my journey six years ago those of you who have watched me from the beginning or who have just found me you know that we always share information about the collective but today i will share a little bit of my journey just so you could understand what this show is about i remember at the beginning of my career the divine would bring me souls who were in times and spaces that needed someone to believe in them. And that's something that I'm known for. I am known to believe in all and to honor, love, and respect all, all people's perspective because that is the most sovereign way to live within this universe. And I remember these people that first were coming to me as I was developing aura hypnosis. Some of these people had were being, say, split in two by the 3D world and then also the spiritual healing world. They didn't understand, they were in doubt, they were in mistrust because not only were they trying to awaken to their truth and their memory, but they were also being controlled and told by others that they're what they were seeing, sensing and picking up within their third eye, whatever senses that they were picking up that it wasn't accurate. So the I want to humbly thank all the first, first beautiful souls, the first couple hundred that came to me that really helped me create and bring forth aura hypnosis. It has been such a beautiful journey. I've seen people who were in psych wards, who were being controlled by the system, who couldn't get out, who were drugged, and all sorts of damage and harm had come to them during the system. I've seen people who were in hospitals, who where these doctors treated them like they were experiments. I've seen people who just came out of jail. I've seen people who were blind, who healed in one week. I've seen people who were bedridden for 30, 40 years and could not self-heal themselves, illness after illness, pill after pill, prescription after prescription. And one month I talked to them and 
they are glowing, they are bright, they are fabulous, they're enlightened. I've seen people who were in MKUltra programs and have an implant inside their brain. And this implant is controlling them, splitting their consciousness into clones and is telling them exactly what to do. And they can't seem to figure out how to remove this. And these people gone to the healers and the healers didn't know how to handle a situation like this. Time after time, more and more people coming to me. And at this point, we're at over 3,500 people who have found their way to my heart and our beautiful sacred teachings. I've seen people who were in child trafficking rings who were looking to heal themselves or to understand why did this world treat them like this? And why when they went to other people, the world, whether it was the 3D or the spiritual community told them that they were wrong, that entities weren't real, that aliens couldn't attach, aliens couldn't UFO abduct. So that's what I'm known for throughout creation. And that's what I'm here to do. My biggest mission is to believe in you so that you may believe in yourself. I am no one's guru. I am no one's savior that I am not. However, I am here to hold the most infinite source of light so that you may find your way so that you may find the inner knowing because all these people that we talked about went through this beautiful journey. But we were taught and were programmed to always search outside of us. But then we forget that the, the answers are always inside of us. So these people that came to us learn that, learn how to find that recognition within their soul so that they can learn how to self-heal through the quantum world, through past life regression, the aura hypnosis. So what a beautiful journey it has been. We teach all these different courses. We offer them to the world internationally. So if you want to join us, join us through online workshops as well as retreats that we host every couple months in this moment in time i want to humbly thank the aura practitioners and the raw reiki practitioners out there spread out throughout the world who uh, have learned who are practicing this privately or publicly who have learned how to assist others to bring forth their own self-healing as well helping their families their friends self-heal it is an honor to be here with you all Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to my journey. I feel so blessed and honored every day. Every day I wake up in the most beautiful, humble thanks for creation, for me being here in this moment in time and space to be able to assist the collective in the ways that we do. Ensure that you share this content that we're about to communicate. Get ready, you all. It is about to get explosive. We will not be holding back as we are uncensored. Thank you for listening to me. I love you, honor you, and respect you. Let's begin. Magenta, would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, round table I did was with Laura and Aurora, um, which um, I named the Forest Fairy Round Table, and that was 10 months ago. So I since uh, went into hospital and um, had lots of healing since, and just haven't been called or been brought into alignment to do any kind of collaboration um working on my own focus and i'm really pleased that i'm here today with these two wonderful souls um lovely to hear about your journey aurora and all the healing that you've helped people with 
And um, I also took clients for seven years. I don't anymore take clients, but I did. And it was a wonderful seven years. I met so many fantastic people. I also met people who'd been through somewhat similar situations to the people that came to see you, although maybe not that many um, that have been through abduction type experiences. I, I did have a, have a few. And um, that was very eye-opening and interesting. And it's um, an honor to be able to help people. Uh, I didn't help people through a hypnosis technique. It was more um, communicating with them at deep, deep levels and assisting them to discover who they are and what their creative talents are. And also assisting people to make that connection for themselves, because I honestly feel as you said, Aurora, you're not a guru. None of us are gurus. We're just normal people that have been through this journey and we're sharing the journey we've been through and we're trying to help people as much as we possibly can because we feel a calling to do that. And we have memories as to why we came here and we know that it's our mission to do that. But I honestly feel the most important thing to teach anyone, for me personally, is how can they do this for themselves? because the time of the guru is really over, even though that hasn't actually manifested fully yet. And there are individuals who still need to find others and follow others. But ultimately this is about you making that connection. And I think now more than ever, this is so important because I'm finding, as I said, I've done no collaborations for 10 months, but I am keeping an eye somewhat on what's being said out there in the spiritual and truth community. And I feel there is so much confusing information. One teacher says one thing, one truth says something else. Another channel says something completely different. And whilst there is only one truth and we're all drawing down our own different interpretations of that truth and we're trying our best to deliver what that is, Within all that, there are people that are not accessing that one true truth and they are bringing forward a distortion or they're accessing that one true truth and they are interpreting it so literally that it that distorts it in and of itself. And there are people that are infiltrating that community, our community, of course there are. So it's really difficult for anyone who doesn't have that connection themselves to sit there and think, right, I'm going to go out and I'm going to listen to all these different teachers and I wonder which one's got the truth. And it isn't really like that as a, as a journey for a seeker. And I think you have to listen to as many people as you can and don't necessarily subscribe to what they're saying. Don't necessarily believe what they're saying. Just listen and allow your own inner resonance to tell you whether what they're saying feels right or whether what they're saying doesn't feel right. And you might find with one person, 50% of what they say feels right to you and 50% doesn't. Or you might switch off after two minutes because you don't resonate with that person. Or you might find someone you resonate with pretty much everything they say, but ultimately it's all about you. No one is anybody else's teacher. And I personally think that that's the number one teaching right now, because there are times when we can't get together and there are things that we can't say. As, a, as Laura and Aurora were saying, we were just saying to one another before we went live, uh, before we recorded, um, that, that although we are uploading this uh, broadcast to 
platforms that are not censored in the same way that other platforms are censored, even being on the internet itself, there's no such thing as fully free speech. You know, we, we can find a platform that's not so censored, which is fabulous. So we have more free speech, but really there are still things we can't really say in the way we would want to say, because the minute you say anything, it's recorded and it can be taken by anyone in any walk of life, including publications and journalism and media and governments, and it can be distorted. It can be taken out of context and it can be used against you. So that's why it's so important for you to have your own inner broadcast system, your own media connection to the cosmos, to the galaxy, so that you can find out what's going on yourself individually without having to listen to other people because listening to other people is just confirmation of what you already know or it's a tool to test your own um resonance so yeah wow so beautifully put i feel just total resonance with what both of you have shared it's just amazing how much we operate in the same sort of way or just the way we work energy uh, when we work with clients, when we are mission orientated, when we look at what's in front of us and how we go about facilitating uh, this level of energy work that's going to lead to the purification of the elementals and the reactivation of the divine blueprint and the reconnection with divine source that is the repair work of our tree of life template as well, um, which is all of our divine purpose. We all have that work to do within ourselves. So the sovereignty piece, I mean, that's what we're all trying to encourage each other to be is sovereign so that we have that direct connect so that we have the ability within ourselves to know how to self-heal, self-regulate, um, build the boundaries we need to build, have discernment, and also uh, have the inspiration to tap into the creative imagination to know which seeds and visions and dreams to pull in to then anchor and ground into the mother womb, into the soil, into the root chakra to then birth uh, the realities that we want to uh, exist in as co-creators on this timeline, this organic ascension timeline. And so the hijacking and the spiritual warfare and the bioweapons and everything under the sun to dismantle this and unground us and knock us off our center is at an all time high. So us three women, uh, we definitely uh, are working so much energy to just remain solid and centered um, in, in the face of that, because this is the last thing that they really want. And so, yeah. I've been doing readings for about a decade or so. I take breaks sometimes for self-preservation reasons because I am a major empath and I really do, like Aurora was saying, you know, really feel everything um, so deeply that my clients feel and I'm just, you know, so blown away by the strength and um, abilities and soul missions and purpose and starseed missions and everything under the sun and and some of the most unbelievable challenges that uh, the clients that I've worked with have presented uh, to me. Um, and the spectrum has been, you know, really wide. And I take the same approach as uh, what Magenta was describing. And I know Aurora, you know, we're all like this is uh, it's not about dependency. It's about, you know, we're doing the repair work. We're doing the repair work. 
right? And so what we've been able to access as far as tools and modalities or systems that um, assist a person in becoming sovereign and, and being able to recognize the patternings that can uh, sabotage or, or keep us looping in a negative feedback loop endlessly, um, that there are ways that we can overcome that and become the override frequency that so that we can move to the higher octaves of these planetary forces that impact our organs, our nervous system, our endocrine system, and everything about our physical vessel. Because really, we are doing the work within ourselves. Ascension is an inner initiation. It's an inward process. And uh, and it's very sacred and personal, You know, our connection with divine source. So there's not a one-size-fits-all to me, you know, embodying the truth frequency is it is what does it mean for you to be authentic? What does it mean for you to feel grounded and like you can totally be your your liberated divine self? Because when we each do that, our differences and the diversity that comes with our unique qualities, that diversity and uniqueness is the oneness coming together in harmony like an orchestra. Oneness is diversity and harmony. Nobody should try and adopt somebody else's thing, follow somebody else's thing to the point where you're not connecting with your own soul and your own calling and your own truth. So it's very important that we all claim that divine center so that we can inhabit this human vessel like a temple, like a Merkaba ship, like a consciousness vehicle that can begin to cut the cords, remove the frequency fences and seals so that we can begin to move through these gateways and stargates and energy centers um, to unlock these dormant strands of DNA so that we can reclaim these tremendous abilities that can nullify and neutralize and dismantle the dark weaponry, the bioweapons, and every form of warfare that is... Uh, coming at us through psyops and false flags that present itself as facades that look like reality that people buy into. So they give their power away, hoping that something outside of them will solve it or something outside of them will heal it. So people like us are holding space for you to know how to heal yourself, to bring you back to that core truth within you that can have access to that ability. And, uh, and so it's just like so amazing to have such resonance with these you know, three women, the, the, um, oh, my computer, ugh. it's like the, this last week has been off the charts, like energy work wise. Um, and I just am blown away by some of the synchronicities that have come in. And when something tries to stop something like this from happening, it's just like, you know, we just keep moving through, we keep moving through it. It's like, we're spiritual athletes and warriors, no matter what obstacle, no matter what challenge no matter what block no matter what swords and arrows are being thrown at us we are regaining self-mastery in the face of these adversities and challenges so i i welcome well i don't i'm like enough already but i mean we get to a stage where all of it culminates and um integrates into like our capacity to reclaim our treasures in the face of it instead of give our power away and feel victimized. So we have a choice in every moment. Are we going to capture our strength, our divine abilities, um, our, our perseverance, the uh, regenerative power of nature, the um, unconditional love of the mother, father, cosmic trinity, Christ Sophia child, the um, just uh, inexhaustible flame of spirit that is always a life force that can replenish us and revive us because we're infinite beings, 
Well, we're learning to master this in a physical vessel so we can begin to advance the physical vessel. And even if we like lose our capacity to do that and we might fall ill or get injured, you know, we can learn to repair ourselves. Even if the physical body doesn't make it, we keep carrying on. We'll get a new vessel and we'll 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 do it again until we land at that place of like remembrance and full-on sovereignty to the point where um we have lifted the veils between life and death and the dream realms, the multidimensional and physical reality, to where we are anchoring and grounding and integrating polarity to the point where this tree of life template is um achieved within the physical body and then on the planet throughout the planetary grid network where our roots are deeply connected to the mother womb the roots go deep into that feeling into the diamond heart beating of the heart of the mother and the branches branching out into just the creative imagination and the spirit realms and everything beyond so that circulation of energy can constantly clear out your energy centers um revive uh the, the load that your organs are carrying your, your elementals, earth, air, fire, water, ether, you know, and the ether just comes in and just purifies. So when we do that inner work within ourselves, the earth responds to us. That's how we heal the planet. That's how we heal ourselves. And um, when we take it upon ourselves to do this, we'll notice we are shifting into higher earth energies. We'll notice that we are advancing ourselves as humans on this ascension timeline, organic ascension timeline. And all these attempts to siphon and harvest and pull us into the artificial uh, timelines that are feeding on negative ego constructs, trauma, um, fears, anxieties, emotional wounds, confusion, disconnect. Um, we're divorcing ourselves from those imposters and we're reclaiming the true love, the divine union, the alchemical marriage, the hierogamic union within our own being, the electromagnetic, the masculine, feminine, all of that. And, and that is what we're made of. We are divine inheritors of God's source, mother, father, cosmic trinity, Christ, Sophia, child. And we all have that encoded in our DNA. So we want to activate and, and help awaken that as we do the work to maintain it and, and build the protection and boundaries that we need and, and gain greater strength in the face of everything that's trying to stop us because we are not going to let them take over this, this planet. So I just have to share one quote while I was cleaning, like I'm in total Virgo mode. I'm just like, thank you, Virgo, because it's like whipping my ass in gear. Um, I came across this in the garage in a dusty box. And I know a lot of you and a lot of us share in this, right? that we feel deep within our heart and soul as a calling that is being ignited all across the planet to the point where this is rising. And this is what Aurora and I are gonna be doing every month. The, the cosmic mother energy is rising, right? It's rising out of the ashes of the fallen system and matrix that's crumbling, but it has to crumble within. We win the war on consciousness within. We break the programmings and the connections and the energetic cords with our dependency on the system within or any guru or somebody outside of ourselves that we give our power away to. We're calling all that back. So anyway, so I ran into this and I just found it just so profound because it just describes a lot of what we're saying is called the origin of wind warriors. And uh, I found this in the garage and I, and, and this was sent to me in 2011 and I've moved like, I don't know how many times, four or five times since. And I've lost a lot of stuff in moving like we all do when we move, but some things still remain, right? Some treasures still remain. So this treasure still remains and I'm going to frame it. It says as planet earth nears a new millennium, the fate of civilization dangles in the balance. An age of peace and enlightenment is held hostage by evildoers of darkness. Warlords and eradicators of the environment plot to wipe out 
the ancient ways of the people and drain dry the life force of Mother Earth. In this darkness before the dawn, a band of freedom fighters rises from the few indigenous clans and tribes that remain. These are the children of light who carry the wisdom of the ancients. These are the planet protectors who follow the path of honor. These are the awakened wizards who play for peace. These are the wind warriors. So, you know, if ugh, here we are, you know, we are unstoppable. We came to earth to reclaim this body and not let it be hijacked, raped, siphoned off of, exploited and misused and mistreated. And most especially we see this manifest, uh, we see it um, and, and how our children, they're going after our children and our children are so targeted. The innocence is targeted. Sacred union relationships are targeted. Unity consciousness and community is targeted. We need to be that override frequency and not fall prey to these tactics that are being used to poke holes in us, to shatter us, to fracture us so that these archonic forces can come in and wreak havoc. We're done with it. This is a huge time of purification. We're moving into the alchemical time of the season of Ophiuchus. And there's so much more to share on that, but I just want to close there. I feel the resonance. Um, it's huge that the three of us have gathered together. I haven't spoken to either one of you in months and months and months and months. I'm constantly communicating with you telepathically like out there. And the, so I know that we're always connected, but to be here in person and to be launching this, especially at a Virgo new moon, a seed planting time with the, the earth energies of Virgo, um, this is going to blossom some beautiful things uh, and, and you all are a part of it because this is activating in you as well. So we'll be very interactive and just really this is about the greater community and all of us walking hand in hand as we rehabilitate the human race out of this trauma and all these dark cycles of very, very hellish history and rewritten history. We're bringing back the truth. Beautiful, if I may. <laughs> wow. Um our higher selves are always connected. Um, both of the topics that you addressed was something that I was going to address as well. I really love um, what you mentioned, Magenta, about the inner work, because we've always been taught to look outwards, and then we forget to look inwards, but the key is inwards, of course. So all these people who are searching for healing within themselves to self-heal themselves. The key is always inwards and it's something so very simple I actually posted this quote under my Instagram and all my accounts and it says. Uh, this is a per the person's higher self that's talking through the session and they and she says and she's Archangel Haniel she says that's her, who her oversoul being is. And she says she needs to trust her own decisions no need to ask other people just herself. And it's just that simple. Um. So one of the main topics and I oh and then the tree of life I love what you said Laura about the tree of life because one of the force fields that I use to ensure that I stay in the most organic timeline constantly birthing out is actually I place all my force fields in the tree of life and this tree of life is this beautiful blue purple elect, uh, lightning tree of life and it's lit up and I place um, myself my loved ones um, our home, our cars, our all my projects, my internet, my website, so that when people find their way, that they have some kind of source of light, force field to assist them, or for us to to constantly birth out. So that really reminded me of that powerful shield force field that I use every day. 
and I embody. Um, but one of the first questions that I want to go into is I always um, I'd love to answer our our viewers questions. And then this was this question was written under my YouTube account. And there's a, 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 a man, um, a beautiful man asked if if I could look into it. And he asked if um, if this if I could just kind of give some information about it. And what he asked was that he heard through another person, um, a light worker, I'm thinking, I don't know who this person is, that two months ago, Trump died from cancer. And this was also brought up to me uh, during the retreat and um, that he died from cancer and now he's just a, a clone. That's what I heard from people from the retreat. And um, so I'm going to answer that. <laughs> okay. All right, so the first thing I wanna go into is, um, just using common, common facts, if he would have died two months ago, why would they be trying to come after him in the moment in time? They're trying to come after him and go after him, right? So that's kind of common sense. If he was a clone and he was now part of their agenda, they wouldn't be going after him. So that's just common fact, all right? Now let's go into the energetic point of view as um, as I you know talk to beautiful angelic beings and um, we call the galactics and raw. That's who, who we talk to. And um, especially Divine Father, Archangel Michael. And what they explained to me is that before Trump was born, the collective, so we all have a mission, a timeline that we, a blueprint that we agreed to be birthed upon. So ever since he was born, he, he took on that mission before he even came on. And we collectively as, as on earth agreed that we would assist him when, as he continued to build, and came to the point in time and space where he would come into presidency, that we'd be supporting him in birthing and maintaining the organic timeline for him to do so. So the collective of all people who are supporting him, who are who know, who see his truth, are actually supporting his timeline. And he was not definitely killed off. I can sense him on the earth. I can feel his soul within the earth. And I see that organic timeline that is about to birth out in the future in a couple of years, which I cannot say, and that has not been infringed upon. Now, what happens is that with the distractions that we were talking about here, is that you're going to hear people who are working, even if they know it or don't, if they know it or they don't know it, they're going to be working for the Illuminati, the Cabal, the Archon, the AI, whatever you wanna call it. They're gonna be working for these entities, these dark entities. And this, I, um, I can see there is a dark alien, very telepathically, very strong, giving this download over to this person. Now, my love to them, though. So I want to make it very clear that he is not a clone in this moment in time. So we need to be very selective on the energy we feed, we feed because all of us who are in support and who are helping, because um, Archangel Michael has showed me how they're constantly trying to assassinate him. And then they show me through dream time and through meditation that all of a sudden this collective of love light on earth these collective of souls who agreed that he was going to anchor in the true blueprint and we were finally going to see the mirror of what it was when we were being ran by these inversions and what it was when we were being ran by a sovereign being this collective changes the timelines over and over so you need to be very selective on your energy and not to feed 
Instead, because if you believe this timeline, this inverted timeline, you're actually feeding. So they can try to, say, assassinate him. Instead, let's use our energy wisely, strongly, and not consent to our energy being pulled in these inverted timelines. And there's all sorts of distractions. Another thing Archangel Michael was talking about, there's distractions left and right that are trying to parasitically pull on your energy. Love yourself in ways that are infinite and boundless, and you are very, be very selective on what you agree to, because then you become part of that in some form. Your energy is becoming part of that inverted timeline. And all of you, all of us, all of you, have, we have worked very hard to allow for us to be pulled into these inversions. Um, so that's what I want to say about him. He's very strongly, very much alive. And uh, yeah, I don't know if anybody wants to add to that. Um, yeah. yeah, go ahead, Laura. Real quick. Um, yes, I, I consider, you know, anybody who is in service to humanity that's looking to protect the children, that's looking to expose the crimes against humanity, a part of this greater team. Um, I, I am a bit on the fence, though, as far as certain things. Uh, there's just so much information constantly coming out and, and I now at the point of just really shielding myself from it. Um, I not one to like overly follow anybody or listen to anybody like on a regular basis. Cause like I have my own kind of downloads and stuff coming through that I have to contend with, but uh, I really just stumbled upon um, Alex Jones uh, making a statement and uh, sending a message to Donald Trump about, uh, you know, this operation warp speed and and the whole jab thing um you got to say something if you're really on the side of the light and i mean we're all willing to speak truth why i guess i just have a lot of questions no matter how threatened a person is because we're all threatened no matter how compromised a person might be or what surrounds them you know you got to just speak the truth and if you were wrong or made a mistake you got to admit to it um, there's prisoners of, uh, this January 6th thing that are, they're still, you know, locked up. They're still being tortured. And I'm not saying that he needed to come and rescue it, but he was a part of, you know, pulling together that sort of movement or excitement to, so, so, um, yes, I could say his hands are tied and he's been compromised, but I would hope to see, and I think we will see, that he might take the same approach, similar to Eisenhower, of the warning about the military-industrial complex. A little bit more information for people to be able to process and run with, instead of this sort of hazy, like, wh which side is he on? And like, is it really him? And why hasn't he said anything yet? When we're seeing huge ramifications coming from people doing this that he is taking full credit for. Like, he's the father of this, the jabs. So that lack of clarity I think has to be um, addressed like sooner rather than later. Um, so if he still is around, there has to be a way for a message to be delivered that can help humanity not go any further down, you know, a negative route. So I've seen his chart. I resonate with what you're saying, Aurora, um, but I uh, know that it's the mother energies. And um, I also know, uh, it's a lot of things uh, that I'm going to be exposing in my book that are elements of disclosure that have been held in like above top secret that have not 
uh, information that's not been available to the disclosure community because there's been a lot of disinformation, a lot of compartmentalization, even well-intentioned whistleblowers haven't been able to access this information of what um, Eisenhower was able to set up. There was a unconditional surrender agreement in 1952 under Truman and um, nobody could do anything about it. So on a covert level, he set up Ike's force, the USMC special section, the White Hats, the Earth Alliance, and through Val Thor connected with the sphere beings in order to create a positive military that hopefully somebody like Trump has been able to connect into. But I don't have any guarantees on that. But I hold faith that there is going to be some kind of breakthrough because I have never seen anybody more targeted than that man through the media, through all these different tactics. There, there, there's something that must be about to break so that we can see the true intentions that you're picking up on Aurora about him. Right now though, it's just so hazy for me to even know that uh, I can't fully say like, I'm totally like on the same page, but because I know how deep your psychic intuitive divine nature is to be able to access that information, I can only hope for the best. But as of right now, I'm sort of shielding myself from the whole thing and keeping it at arm's length. So I just wanted to say that. Um. Wow, what a topic. I did wonder if you might bring this topic up and it, it, I have been meaning to make a video and talk about this, but I just, well, I thought I'd wait till we spoke actually. Um, I had a dream July 17th. This is way before the FBI raid. So Trump was still sort of pretty much out of the headlines. In that dream, I was shown Trump was on the front of every media channel, every news outlet, every alternative media outlet in the world. And there was this huge surge of energy as he sort of stepped forward into the media's spotlight. I found it difficult to work out what the surge of energy was other than all eyes on Trump, almost as though there was a inner shock or an inner surprise like the world was just saying, oh my goodness. So difficult to tell whether it was positive or negative. This was all before the FBI raid. I did post on my social media about this dream, but I didn't make a video about it. And then when I woke up, I asked the nine, you know, is this surge of energy positive or negative? And they said both, uh, it has both in, it will appear negative to some people and ultimately be positive because there's a backfire it will appear as though justice is being done to some people um, whereas really it's the opposite of justice being done now I know the FBI, FBI raid occurred after that dream but I will say that this surge in energy and Trump being on the the, the face of every media outlet it hasn't got to that level yet so there's more to come. So I wanted to bring that in first because I haven't had a chance to sort of say that publicly. But going back to everything that you have been saying, Aurora, um, I don't know how many people are out there saying that um, Trump has had cancer and he's died and that he's now a clone. Um, it's a really, really good question. I'm glad this guy asked the question. I think it's really important. I've, I've been asked this question myself. And obviously I have looked into it. Now, firstly, this person, I do not think, I'm not 100% sure because there's a huge amount of 
um, let's say, shielding around this person, it, it, coming in from multiple different dimensional states. So I'm not 100% sure, but what I would say is, I, I'm 90% sure that this person is not lying. This person believes what they're saying. And the reason why is to do with this um, quantum system that this person is working with, that she's reading as um, accurate, there are, well, on the one hand, potential, potential infiltrations, but they can be dealt with. Um, but what there is, is potentially bleed throughs from other timelines. Somewhere along the line, this person has read the energy or read the timeline field. I, I'm not familiar with this system. I can only see it clairvoyantly and I'm, I'm not given permission to see all of it. So all I'm saying is that I feel that something has shown itself to this person so that this person believes it to be true. However, I have looked at the field in this timeline that we are now experiencing and the information that I have, that I can see, the information I've had from the nine, does um, agree with Aurora this, that Trump is not dead in this timeline. He is not a clone. <laughs> and I, you know, the whole clone thing is a whole other subject. And I, I don't even know if the three of us are, are on the same page about the clone subject, because I'm, I'm not on the, on the clone page in the way a lot of other people are, but that's a whole other subject. So what I'm actually um, shown is that Trump is very much alive um, and, you know, he, he's still going forward in this in this journey that he has. And I agree with everything Aurora said about, you know, the path that he's on and the, and the reason why he's here. And I've spoken about that many times regarding Alex Jones and the whole vaccine thing. You know, what Alex Jones is saying is, is accurate and correct. And of course, everything that, that Laura said is, is true. My, my feelings are from speaking to the nine and looking energetically is that um, Trump was shown that the, the, the vaccine was the way out of the economic disaster. So as a business-minded person, he put a great deal of store into this vaccine. He's not necessarily medically, um, what's the word, medically aware fully. So he was taking advice from all different people, but on an economic level, it was the way out of, or, or the way to prevent an economic disaster, which is why he went along with it. So it's not that he's lying, it's not that he's misleading people because he believes what he's saying. However, his, um, his belief in the vaccine has been wavering for a while, especially when he gives um, an address and he mentions the vaccine and how great it is and how everyone needs to take it. And then there's all these boos coming from his audience. He's gone away and, and he's thought about that. And, and, you know, he's, he's constantly coming back to a business-minded plan to assist the economy. That's where his focus is. It's not medical. There's no way that Trump would deliberately lead people into making a medical decision 
that would harm them. Also, there are multi-layers around him. For example, um, you know, Laura said it doesn't matter how threatened you are, you need to tell the truth. Well, well, that's true, but this this threat occurs in, in levels that we aren't aware of. And if he had started talking about the vaccine and saying that it going against it, you know, he would have been risking his own life and risking the life of his family. So there are multiple, multiple things going on. And he is aware to a degree, but the awareness of the medical situation, it means that he would need to open his mind to a greater swamp than he originally saw. When he came into power, he said, I'm here to drain the swamp. That's what he was here for. And he knew about the swamp, but he didn't realize that there's a swamp within a swamp within a swamp within a swamp. He isn't aware of the bigger swamps and that's why he's doing what he's doing. Now there is an Eisenhower Trump uh, connection. There is a similarity in the um, pathway between the two of them, almost as though Eisenhower seeded um, the way forward for Trump to continue, although they're also very, very different. Yes, I do see him changing in, in the narrative when he becomes more aware. It's a very difficult one for him to navigate because he's got multiple different types of people all hanging on his every word. Some are aware, some are completely unaware. Um, so it's multifaceted it's very very complex and as for Alex Jones giving him a deadline as to uh, when he needs to tell the people the truth and if he doesn't do it by that deadline then that proves that he's not who he says he is or, or not someone to follow that is nonsense and I'll tell you for why anyone who gives a deadline or an ultimatum to someone else will find that it will backfire on them so Alex Jones needs to rethink that ultimatum nice. because you can't force someone to say um, something when there are so many complexities. I've had tons of people say, "Oh man, you you're clarifying this so beautifully." Keep going. Yeah, I, I was just going to say I've <coughs> I've had so many people asking me why I still support him. <coughs> Sorry, and um, it's not really about supporting someone or looking at them as a hero he's the best we've got in the world at the moment on a political level he's a flawed person like everybody else he's not aware of a ascension or 5d per se he's operating on a third dimensional level predominantly with a business-minded focus in that area he's a genius but his heart is open he's a good person he loves the people we have to understand that his vaccine narrative is not coming from something that is um, evil or from an intention to harm. Yes. But yet he's still alive. And um, I don't think the person saying that he's died is lying. There's something else going on with this system. That's what I feel. I'm so glad. The reason I brought up those points is because I know a lot of people listening are thinking about those things that I shared. So sometimes I ask questions, not so much from me, but from feeling what a lot of people's confusion is and, and where I like would be like, okay, well, that's valid. Let's bring that to the table. So that was so beautifully uh, sorted out. And I think uh, that's like a huge breakthrough right there. And I, I'm really feeling that. And that's so resonant what you both shared put together. Yeah. 
And what if this person though saw like an inverted timeline? They could have seen an inverted timeline and then they, they believed it was real. There's so many multitude, multi-dimensional timelines occurring. Um, so just ensure, ensuring, especially if we have an audience that we're very cautious and we understand that we can be potentially assisting to create something that's inverted or dark. And we want to be very cautious in doing that because I mean, ultimately, if you are here in love light, then you everything you do, you do it very carefully and you do it in the highest source of light. Um, so yeah, and then there was one other thing, um, Magenta, that you said, um, I everything right on is, is spot on to exactly what I've been told as well. And then also, I mean, you you all need to understand that in a perspective like Trump, he's he needs to get himself nominated, you all. Somehow he needs to do it. So he has to play both worlds. If you understand that as a leader, you have to, okay? So in one perspective, he can say that he advises this because he he's meant to, but in another perspective, you don't know he didn't take it there's absolutely no way that he took it you can sense it you could sense it in his body that he didn't take it or if he did he could have taken something that was that was um the one that he had the made. therapeutics that he's always been talking about yeah the therapeutics exactly so he has to play the game something michael always tells me is that you have to play the game or uh, play the game enough but, yeah that's it. that's it you know and you you have to do so he has to be very careful on exactly what he does um and so he that he gets to that point in in that timeline and point of space where where the you know the world or or the states you know nominate him and it, he's walking a very thin road with all everything he's battling the media the people the energy the psychic attacks i mean even if he's not spiritual or awakened in the manner that we are people can you can feel it if it could feel like a stress and anxiety attack, that's what psychic attacks feel like. So, yeah, that's what I wanted to add to that. I actually think she's got a very balanced energy and she's got quite a lot of shielding around her, but she's working with um, a system that I'm not fully aware of, but I, I honestly do not think she is telling lies here. Right. I don't. Um, and I wouldn't stop listening to her. It, it's what I said earlier. If you, I mean, if you can, if you want to. What I, what I mean is I wouldn't stop listening to anyone unless you decide you don't want to hear that person again. Allow yourself to listen and take what you feel is right because I think she's got some good information. Um, and it's, what she says is interesting, whether it's whether it's true or not she some of the things she's saying are true it's the same well, a, one of the things she says what the nine have told me but that's so, exactly what you were saying in the beginning though it's like you got to take what resonates and leave the rest if you expect 100 percent truth to come from somebody then you're not checking in with yourself because there's never going to be a hundred percent. You're going to get a lot from somebody. It's going to trigger something in you to find your own truth to where you can appreciate you know the activations or or, or the information that does something to help you to to connect the dots with the rest of it all but don't lay it all on a person or or like expect somebody to you know that's too much to even put on a person that's not what it's about just exactly. just you know allow yourself to enjoy the resource just like a book you know i'm not gonna like 
read a book and like follow every word that the book says, but I'll gain something so huge from it, but I'll, ch I'll, I'll let it like integrate into like my own truth and intuition as well. And what I see. So I just wanted to add that. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. Yes. Um, well, <laughs> amazing topic, I think. And I, I yeah. feel so honored to have been able to address this topic with you all. Um, is there anything else that you all got as far as like, is there an, another question that you all wanted to answer in your viewers or? I think well, in, in that, so, sorry, Laura, in what that same topic, I've had people ask me if um, they think that he will be indicted. I'm not fully aware of what indicted really fully means because it's a completely different legal system in America, but I presume that means he is um charged maybe, yeah maybe yeah. subject to becoming arrested or something right yeah i mean people have asked me if that will happen people have then asked me if he will then go on to go to prison well that's there a lot would need to happen and so i did ask the nine and what i was shown um is let me see if i can draw it here um sorry i'm not prepared to draw time and then i had then. something really huge that i have to say when you're done that okay, i just remembered so i was shown five timelines and they were in this formation um and that's only five of a quantum field i don't know if you can see that yeah and so there's this this one here is the most probable timeline when it comes to what's occurring with trump regarding the fbi raid etc cetera, etc cetera. these are less probable these are even more or less probable and then there are obviously tons of others and these can shift at any time these are the five most probable that are in place. And only in one of these of the five does he actually go to prison, meaning the probability is extremely low. It doesn't mean that that isn't in the field at all, but it's low because it's only in one of these. But in all of these timelines, there is um, more great awakening triggered. And in all of these timelines, there is a backfire on the dark structure. So that is the probability of the Great Awakening being triggered in more people and a backfire on the dark structure is extremely high. Um, and that's all I kind of got from, from that. So I don't know if you, you, you want to weigh in on that one. Whoa, yeah. Um, oh gosh. So I saw an interview recently uh, on David Zublick's channel and I'm glad I just found it. It's The Dark Outpost. You can find it on BitChute. He interviewed a woman and this woman, uh, I can tell you her name. Uh, a lot of people, when I mentioned the importance of listening to this interview, like had a really hard time finding it. So um, the, the reason it's so like huge and important is because she has survived the SRA. She's witnessed unbelievable things. She's done affidavits and gotten things on a legal level that she was saying that Trump had his hands on and the FBI raid had something to do with them wanting to, to get that so that it wouldn't be exposed. That had to do with cannibalism and pedophilia and human trafficking and satanic ritual abuse. And 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 this is, is so profound, you guys. And I'll just show you it on the screen. This is, it's dark outposts, seized documents contain evidence former president tortured and eight children. And, and I know it's one of those headlines where it almost seems like, okay, maybe that's fake news or it's just like extreme conspiracy theory kind of thing. But when you listen to this interview and you listen to this woman and what she is saying about 
why the raid happened and what Trump has his hands on as far as uh, proof and affidavits and legal documentation about what is really, really going on in the swamp. Um, there's something there. I don't know if you guys want to say anything. My mom's calling right now. So I'm just going to turn my camera off because when my mom calls, you know, it's something like, the <laughs> so I'll be, I'm still with you guys, but take it away. Oh, but okay, it's really thanks. important that you all watch this because it's the most graphic and almost, it took me a week to overcome the interview. I've heard a lot. I've worked with a lot of clients uh, who have been MK Ultra SRA involved. This was more graphic and more detailed than anything, but it was also super hopeful because of what she's doing on a legal level. She's actually dealing with a judge. I think it's in uh, Missouri or Minnesota. Um, and she's, um, so, so, so th that's something important to have your eye on everybody, uh, that interview. And, and we can put it in the description or I'll put it in the comments under this video of you guys, but it's, it's like major warning before you watch it. It's, it's, it's very traumatizing and difficult to, to, to move through what this woman shares about um, what she's exposing, about what she endured and what she witnessed and what she refused to participate in. And the fact that um, Trump has his hands on it and some, something's about to crack. All right, so I'll be right back, you guys. Um, Aurora, obviously, um, yeah, if you'd like to comment on that, I'd just like to say one thing, and that is yeah. when Trump left office, the nine told me that he'd taken something with him, something of great importance, giving, not so much giving him great power, but leaving the new administration coming in emasculated without any power because they couldn't do what they needed to do without this thing and Trump had it. Now, I don't know if this thing is a metaphor for the love of the people. I don't know if this is a document or if this is something to do with um, codes of a nuclear variety or I, I have no idea what it is they didn't tell me, but they made it very, very um, pointed when they spoke to me that he'd taken something with him. And the new administration were just an administration in name only. They, they, they had no power because of the thing that Trump took with them. I felt maybe it was a metaphor for the love of the people because the love of the people is the most powerful thing. He's the one with the followers. He's the one that people are resonating with because he's the one that is working on the side of truth and the love of America and thus the world. But I'm now, wondering if the nine were actually meaning something more tangible in 3d so completely agreement and in alignment with that i definitely feel that that's what it was yeah thank you ever so much laura thank you ever so much aurora and um i, I know we've got to cut that short but it's fine and um you know it's meant to be and we'll connect again at some yes. other time thank you thank you Thank you everyone for joining us. Follow us, subscribe. Um, I'd love to see you once a month. Thank you, Magenta, for being here. And Laura, love you, honor you, and respect you. We'll see you next time, you all. Bye. Bye.